Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. like it's seven right like i knew the answer <laughs> right but i'm just like i just want to double check you know because <laughs> yeah. i know on um i think because it sometimes it throws me out because when we do it on an off day it's always eight right i just want I'm like i just want to make sure i show up when i'm supposed to fucking show up okay <laughs> and i don't know what fucking time it is in california half the fucking time because you guys keep changing your clock <laughs> yeah i know fucking that shit so uh so just do the intro fuck it yeah hey everybody welcome to uh, the lazy geeks a i it's just a podcast where two geeks are hanging out talking about living in an adulty world and how much the world just needs to deal with it so uh i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley yeah so uh happy 2022 i guess I guess. I guess maybe you know. Not sure. You know, how are we? Uh, how, how are we handling that? <laughs> uh, I just I read a piece of news today that they found a new variant of um, COVID that is is basically half Omicron and half Delta, and they're calling it the Ama um, Omicron Del or Del Omicron some, some fucking decepticon name i don't know what the <laughs> fuck it's called and it's so the funniest thing to me is i read this article and then just shrugged my shoulders and moved on to reading a comic book because it's like <laughs> this is the new normal what am i going to do about it you know what i mean um i just got over a really bad cold um took multiple covid tests and i, I was fine um, my wife now has same cold, also <laughs> negative on the COVID test. Um, but it's funny because I would tell people, oh, I just have a cold, and they wouldn't believe me. Right. Like, no, you don't. You have COVID. It's like, there are other viruses. <laughs> They've been with us all along. Yeah. You know, it's it's a cold, Pam. Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but you always want to get checked. I don't want to make it sound like you just think it's a cold. Like, always, you know, go get the little test or whatever. But um, I kind of liked it because... 
we all are used to masks now. So like I had to go to the store. So I just put a mask on. So I'm like, oh, cool. I can be courteous to people. <laughs> and they don't look at me like I'm a fucking wacko. Because honestly, before COVID, if you were in a mask in a store, there's a good chance they would tell you to get out. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing? I can't see your face. <laughs> what are you fucking Zorro? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I still have a lingering cough from my cold, but it's uh, it's not a dry. It's like people always go, people always go, oh, it's a dry cough. I was like, no, it's definitely not a dry cough. <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, and uh, half my store got taken down for either having COVID or having waiting for the results for COVID. Um. So three of the four have tested negative and returned to work. One just tested negative now, so he's returning to work, and we're still waiting on the other one. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, people about, you know, I've always I've always said, yeah. You know, my sister was like going, are you sure you're okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It's like, you know, I, I feel good. I'm pretty sure it's my um, depression and anxiety that keeps it away from me. You know, yeah. and because you know, COVID gets close and goes. Oh, this guy's already fucked up. <laughs> we'll just, there's nothing we can do here. <laughs> I got I got sick, and I worked. You know, grown man shit. Right. And I also work from home. Um, <laughs> but man, I was fucking not happy about it. Like I was just like, fuck. And I basically had a head cold. And um, Dayquil works really good for me. Mm. Um, but if I forget to take it on a schedule, it wears off. Like I've been hit by a train mm. and I forgot like 20 times. Like I just fucking, <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. And then, um, and there was a text that Adam, Adam sent me going, Hey man, ever since you, uh, told me about that Mucinex nasal spray, <laughs> bro, the truth. Cause so I'll, I was getting, I wasn't, ugh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wasn't congested during the day. It, but the night, though, yeah. It's the nighttime. It, it just settles, and I can't breathe. And my mouth is just hanging open like a fucking nitwit. And um, I go, oh, wait, I got that. And I always call it Steve's nasal spray because I fucking <laughs> – I didn't even know about this shit. It's just the Mucinex nasal spray. And people probably listen to this going, this idiot. You've been on the shelf forever. <laughs> but one time I was sick. I remember I, remember, I was sick, bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. And he was like, hey, yo. Let me get you on game real quick. Get you. He doesn't talk like this, but I'm I'm talking like this. Um, and he shows me this this fucking spray. First of all, it made me feel like I just took cocaine. It doesn't do that anymore. I, I, I <laughs> but, that's why I take it when I don't even have a cold. I take it every day. Um, but you take two squirts in each nostril. Not even two, really. I actually started just doing one. Um, sometimes you need two, though. Yeah, it depends on and, how bad. Yeah, and you just take deep breaths for a while, and then it just magically it's like nothing was a problem yeah. i'm like the only thing side effect with it sometimes it can kind of make the throat a little dry but when your throat's yeah. already all wet from mucus <laughs> not that big of a deal exactly. you know so oh yeah if it seeps down your throat you got that like nasty taste for a second but yeah but that shit's the truth dude. but but the, the nasty fucking truth the nasty taste comparative to the not breathing i'll take the nasty taste it's the only reason i got sleep yeah <laughs> because i don't i don't I can't breathe through my mouth. Like I'm not used to it. So what happens is I'll breathe because through my mouth. Because it's too busy sucking that dick. <laughs> not stupid. Um, I'll start to fall asleep and then close my mouth. And then wake up. Like, huh? It's like I'm just an idiot. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm not sick anymore. My wife is sick and she's mad at me because I didn't wear a mask in the house. 
<laughs> um, and I go, I've never done that in my life. And you've never cared. <laughs> I said, but all the times I told you, maybe you shouldn't be in the room right now. And you're like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But it's my fault. <laughs> of course, it always is. Got it. You know. Uh, that's funny. So aside from that, how was your uh, holidays? Uh, it was pretty low key. I mean, Christmas was cool. The kids got a lot of shit. Um, obviously, because I bought it. And then um, we went over friend of the family's house. Had a small, just their family and my family. Um, they're they're like a. They're Hispanic, but they have this really like their house reminds me of the house from um like a Christmas story. Like just any Christmas movie, like where it's all super decorated with a Christmas. She's got two trees. Oh, like one with the gifts and one that's a just to decorate. They're also Catholic, so it's got that kind of stuff going on. I felt at home. It felt like East Coast <laughs> a little bit. Like I was like, Oh, this is nice. And I told my wife, I go, This reminds me of what I always say. When shitty white people ask me, all your friends, and I, well, you, does it even work being married to a Hispanic? Like that kind of shit. I'm like, yeah, because I don't relate with your asshole fucking self. <laughs> I relate with these people <laughs> because they're, <laughs> it's just Catholic. They act the same as the neighborhood I grew up in. You know, it's just a different language. And then I, I, uh, I, rem I was reminded of how much Spanish I understand because I was sitting there in a full Spanish conversation and just answering in English. Which was cool. Sometimes <laughs> I was like, huh? But not all the time. Right. But, um, yeah, that was pretty good. And then New Year's, I did absolutely nothing, like I always do. <laughs> so I don't care about New Year's. Uh, we'll celebrate Chinese New Year's, okay? <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, mine was pretty mellow. Uh, you know, it was just Christmas Eve, I went with my... Uh, my friend Patrick, friend of the show, uh, we went into our annual, our newly revived, re, uh, newly, uh, uh, what do you call it? Newly uh, rechristened annual trip to go see Die Hard on Christmas Eve, and uh, so we went to the West Bev, and um, I was a bit upset because their popcorn machine wasn't working, and Patrick <laughs> and, and Patrick and I were, you know, I don't go to the movies that often, but even I was like, going, God, I was kind of craving moving popcorn. Um, but it was freezing in there. Like, oh my God, it was so fucking cold. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. They, uh, they had, um, uh, they did a, a cartoon short in the beginning like they did. And it was, um, the original short for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which, oh, nice. which <laughs> doesn't translate well into 2021. Um, there was one point where, Santa's talking to Rudolph in his bedroom and comes out of his bedroom and I go, I expect Chris Hansen to be like, hey, Santa, why don't you, why don't you come over here and have a seat? You know, that kind of thing. Um, then they showed uh, two trailers for Christmas-themed action movies and then we had, then we had Die Hard. So it was, it was really cool. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, then we went to one of the few places that was open late on Christmas Eve was Denny's. Who was which was closing at midnight? We were surprised to hear. They uh, and um, they said, "Yeah, we're closing at midnight tonight. We'll be, the first time they'll be closed in a while." So it was like, on, "Good for them." So you know, we got out of there before midnight and and um, did that. And then on Christmas Day, I pretty much just hung out, opened up a couple of gifts that I received—one from Adam and one from an ex and my sister. 
and then I had some gifts for the animals and uh, pretty much just kind of chilled out the whole day. And then New Year's Eve, I was actually supposed to be off New Year's Eve and work New Year's Day, but because people started getting COVID and shit, um, I ended up having to work New Year's Eve and another guy worked New Year's Day. So, I mean, we worked till six and then I got home and then uh, uh, I was just figuring quiet evening watching, you know, the ball drop or whatever. But I ended up uh, uh, binging Cobra Kai season four because that came out on New Year's Eve. And great season, by the way. Really, really good season. Um, but my neighbors were having a uh, cookout. And then uh, as I was inside, I went outside to let River kind of roam around before they started shooting the fireworks off. All of a sudden, my neighbors um, call over to me and give me a plate, some carne asada, some uh, some uh, short ribs, mac and mm. cheese, and mm. uh, mashed potatoes, and a, and, yes, a, and a can of Coke. They're like, "Happy New Year!" And I was like, "Oh, you guys are they're like, no, 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 yeah, here, here." You know, so that was that was really cool. So I was like, "Ooh, nice meal." And those ribs were bomb, dude. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then New Year's Day, I was just kind of, I just kind of uh, relaxed, took down the tree, and then I had that Sunday off, which we were gonna originally plan to record, but it was like my first weekend after the holidays, and I was just like, you know what? I need a weekend to just kind of to kind of decompress. So that's why we recorded this weekend, which will be out next week anyway. So, but yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, Adam got me this, uh, pretty sick. I still haven't taken it out of the box. I kind of like, kind of don't want to, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it looks dope, but uh, the, there's too much plastic in there. You can't really see it. Yeah. He gave me this little Darth Vader, um, kind of action statue, I guess, call it. Cause, uh, and uh, it's pretty sick. It's pretty badass. It was funny too because like the box was fucking huge, and I'm like, I was like going, "Oh, box of bubble wrap, awesome!" And then <laughs> top tier too. Yeah, and um, that's that Disney store bubble wrap. Okay? <laughs> oh, Mickey and, blew that up. And uh, my my cats love the box, by the way. Uh, they still have it too. We, I just they the one cat's been living in it like it's his fucking condo. <laughs> yeah, my cats enjoyed it as well. When I had I opened it to make sure it wasn't damaged. All right. Because I was supposed to go down there, so I had it shipped to me, um, and so I had it, which sucked because shipping is not cheap. No. I just let everybody know. <laughs> um, but I had left it open, and the, I come in and f- dumbass catch, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, get out of here!" Um, it was funny. But, yeah. I, I saw this. Uh, I follow a couple of car- comic strips on um, on Instagram, and there was this one. I think it's called Lizzo, and it's basically just an asshole cat. And uh, the cat goes to the dog, you got me an empty box for Christmas? And the dog goes, yeah. And then the next panel has the cat sitting in it going, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we saw, I forget what movie it was. I want to say it was Jingle All the Way, but it probably wasn't. But the, um, it was an older, like, 90s movie. They made, like, a, a gay joke, you know. It wasn't a malicious joke, but it was, it wasn't a joke you would hear nowadays. Right. And I laughed because it was funny. Right. And my kids kind of looked at me and I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, why would they have a joke like that in the movie? This movie's PG. And I go, because people understood context back then. Yeah. It's not a malicious. They're not saying something mean. They're just making a joke. And they're like, 
well, that wouldn't fly now. I'm like, yeah, because everyone's got a stick firmly placed up their ass. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't even a gross. It wasn't something gross. It was something like, um, like two dudes got a little too close, and dudes like, oh, you gay? Like yeah. that, like that kind of stupid <laughs> right. shit. You know what I mean? It's the shit you say and, with your boys, you know? Right. And then I told my son, my son who is gay, uh, goes, well, it just it just kind of seems, and they're half joking, but they're like it just kind of seems like homophobia and i'm like i'm gonna be real with you i have no problem with gay people i have a gay son i have a gay daughter i don't care but if another man tries to kiss me i'm gonna headbutt him right <laughs> i don't want him to kiss me like it just is what it is and then my wife's like what if another girl tries to kiss you and i'm like it just took me too long to say i'm gonna headbutt her too and she's like mm, mm. i'm like ah, jesus leave me alone <laughs> that's where you go well that depends on what what she looked like that's right. Is she banging away? Yeah. Um, is it your sister or? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'd still be on the couch. That happened three weeks ago. Um, well, it was funny because me, me and a couple of the guys at work were talking about. They were like, you know, like some people, you know, get all kind of fussy when you, you know, make a gauge. Like, Fuck you, man! I'm not like that. It's like going, bro. Thou doth protest too much, you know. But like, you know, but us at work, you'd be like, you know, uh, I'll do something at work. And then Billy would be like, hey, uh, looking kind of sexy doing that. And then I'll kind of really get into it, you know. <laughs> Every <laughs> you know? guy does that. You know. <laughs> I've seen people say, uh, I saw a TikTok the other day. And it was a chick. And of course, she didn't say anything because she's young. And it's better to put a song on there and type it out. Right. Um, and it said, if you flirted with girls half as hard as you flirted with the with the homies you might pull <laughs> and then a dude a dude came up and he goes if i flirted with girls the way i flirt with my homies i'd have two restraining orders and be in prison <laughs> exactly and i go that's a hundred percent exactly a hundred percent i've right said there. some of the filthiest shit to my friends <laughs> like just gross because i think and and honestly every friend group does it if they're not yuppie fucking assholes but right. mo most normal people <laughs> they do that like they'll joke around like 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 they're gonna fuck each other right. but not physically but just talking about it yeah. and women don't get it like they're like huh <laughs> and then i also don't get it i do it but i don't get it <laughs> and if you ask dudes they're like I, it's funny yeah. i don't know <laughs> i think it has something to do with like trying to make people uncomfortable yeah. because my friends call it gay chicken and I am really bad at it because I don't, I already don't like to be touched. No. So they'll come up and kind of like this one, my homie Renee, he had said some, something slick to me, um, about like fucking making out or something stupid. I don't know. And I try, I thought I was cool and I, I hit him back with something worse. And then he comes up behind me and he a little too close and he put a hand on the shoulder. I said, Hey, get the fuck off me, bro. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, ah. <laughs> and he's like, You gay for real? That's, that's what, like stupid. That's what we do at work sometimes. Sometimes we'll come up close. Like, we don't need to, but we'll like brush up against somebody. Like, when you walk by and you always, you always yeah. hear the, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we have one friend, my friend group in Arizona, who's a who's a female, a woman, and everyone she goes, I had nothing to worry with you all, a bunch of fucking gays. I don't have to worry about nothing. <laughs> one of the, one of the girls at work was um, uh, talking about. She was so she's like, I can't. This doesn't work. She goes, it's it. Um, I can't remember what it was, but the context basically said was, it's too short and it droops. And then I go, and then I hit my fist against the ground. I go, that only happened one time, 
And then I look at, I'm like, sorry, you never heard that. And then just go right back. And like, uh, the two guys were busted up and the girl kind of looked at me like, what the fuck just happened there? (laughs) Bro, I say, I do the, that's what she says with my kids. (laughs) Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you you only live once. Let's let's laugh at least. You know what I mean? Like I don't have time to be stuffy. <laughs> and my my daughter Ava's the funniest one, dude. Like we'll always make eye contact. Just like <laughs> so, it's just something stupid, and it's usually Hannah because she's innocent and dumb. So she'll Hannah's my twin, one of my twins, and she'll go. She'll say something like. It's long and wet the other day. She was talking about like something in the sink and Ava and me instantly looked at each other and Ava went, mm? <laughs> Fucking dying. You guys are gross. <laughs> I took um three of them to get haircuts today at the uh at the barbershop. And um Hannah just goes she just gets an undercut and she keeps her hair pretty short. And um, she's like, can I get can I get my cut at the barbershop? I said, yeah, I don't see why not. And um, Colin goes, well, it's only for men. I said, no, they just don't know how to do perms and shit. <laughs> like if she's just getting an undercut, it's not a big deal. So we go. No issues. They gave her the undercut. Of course, I didn't expect any issues. Um, and William we don't got, serve their kind here. <laughs> right. Take this female out of my sight. Um, and then we we had a uh, William. They, they all asked me, what kind of cut do I get? And I'm like, I don't fucking care what kind of hair. Do your hair, as long as it doesn't look like shit. And um, so, like, Colin got kind of an undercut, but with curly hair. I guess the undercut's in. Hmm. William also got an undercut, but he kept it long, like, in the middle. And when he came home, it looked like a, f- a puffball <laughs> in the front of his face. <laughs> and Lorraine is a little bit more... Um, Conservative? Yeah, I, I was gonna say conservative. But I didn't want it to sound political, but just yeah. you know, like yeah. so, like in society, she's a little more conservative. She's like, "Why did you get a haircut like that? You're supposed to get a choice." Blah blah blah, and she's yelling and screaming. I go, "Yo, yo, yo, yo!" <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I go, "Shut the fuck up." It's like, "What?" I'm like, "What is? What's the issue? What is the? Why don't you like his hair?" Finally, she gets instead of rambling on and on, she says, "I don't like the his hair in his face because." He doesn't style it, and it just looks it looks janky. And I go, okay, I agree with that. So I said, do you know how to style your hair? And he goes, no. And I go, okay. I buzz my head, so I'm like, okay, well, I don't know how to do it. Um, so I, I asked my other son. I said, can you show him how to do this? And then while I was watching them do it, I remembered how I used to style mine because Colin would be an extra. Like I'm like, what's he going to be in here for 20 minutes? What put his <laughs> gay people you know what i mean <laughs> um so i showed him how to do it he came out in well, because, my he, because when he comes out he has to look fabulous that's right <laughs> so william comes out and she goes he goes see and she my wife looks at him and doesn't really give a facial expression she goes uh-huh that's fine and then she walks away and i go you know the whole stereotype about the hispanic mom that's never satisfied uh-huh is a hundred percent accurate oh, fuck yeah. in this fucking house. I said, these kids don't even want to fucking talk to you. And she goes, that's not true. And I said, Hey Colin. And he's like, what? And I'm like, did you show your mom your haircut? And she goes, he goes, no. It's like, why? And I'm like, cause I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I go, he sounds like me. <laughs> She's, then she felt bad. You know, what would have been funny is if you and, um, you and Hannah and, 
just went away. Oh, start running around the house. Being <laughs> That's all crooked as shit. <laughs> my, I usually have a hat on in the house, and it is always fucking crooked because I'm con. I, I have a nervous tick. Steve probably already knows, but I take my hat off and put it back on yeah. all the time, <laughs> all the and time. it ends up getting crooked. And I'm just, I don't give a fuck. I'm in the house. I remember I John asked me, he goes, what the fuck is wrong with Adam? I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, with his hat, he fidgets with his hat. He takes it on, takes it off. And it's like, I just want to take a, just fucking leave it on or take it off. <laughs> you know what I would ask him? What the fuck's wrong with you? What do you care? <laughs> I just have a, I just, I fidget. And, it, and it's best, it's usually my fidgeting will be focused on one thing, especially if I'm not home. Because you'll look like a lunatic if you're fidgeting with everything. But I have to constantly be moving my hands. <laughs> Steve already knows. I don't know. Fuck. I'm not telling Steve. I'm telling everybody else. Um, <laughs> when I'm on the computer, I'm using things, so I don't. And I talk with my hands anyway. My hands are flying all over the place right now. Um, <laughs> I might smack myself. Be honest. You know, it's dangerous. <laughs> Let's move on with this bullshit. <laughs> I fucking signed up for the yearly. Of DC Infinite and Marvel Ultimate. Yes, yes, yes. Reading comic books again. So I I was like, oh, let me sign up for this free trial for Marvel Unlimited. Because after the Spider-Man movie, which we'll get into in a minute, I'm like, I kind of want to read some Spider-Man comics, you know. One comic becomes, maybe I should read this storyline. You feel me? <laughs> exactly. One storyline. Maybe I should read this run. <laughs> and then I'm reading Maybe I should start at the 1960s. <laughs> like, I got in. And then I'm like, damn, Marvel Unlimited's come a long way. Because I used it at launch. And it was mm. fucking janky. And it would piss me off. So, and I've had it a couple times. Like, a few free trials. But I never ended up using it. Like, whatever. So, I'm like, well, let me check this out. So, I was reading comics every day. And then I got into that routine. Like, I'm like, all right. This is when they come out. I'm going to read this at this time. But I'm like, all right. I'm official. I'm just going to get the yearly of it. And then I'm like, well... What about DC? I want to read DC books too. <laughs> so I just bought the yearly of that. So we out here with these fucking comic books. And uh, Marvel is only three months behind now for Marvel Unlimited. Um, DC Infinite is six months. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, Marvel can afford it since they now have like comic strips, comics in like a weekly basis. It gets a little. And that's the thing. Like I was kind of thinking, oh, you know, they're they're reopening Atomic Comics here get some books, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I might start getting some DC books because most of the DC books are monthly. monthly. But Marvel out here tripping. <laughs> like Amazing Spider-Man is weekly now at five bucks a book. 20 bucks a month? Yeah. For something that takes me five minutes to read? <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I'm not saying it's not, it's something cool. But I mean, $2.99 was the sweet spot, bro. Yeah. You, you're tripping for five bucks. Yeah. I mean that's what happens because it's not as popular as it once was too. Yeah. So, yeah, because I was getting, I was um using Comixology and it was it's cool, but I it kind of feels like a library, like a yeah. they don't have full runs. It bothers me. Yeah, that was kind of bothering me too. And then I was because I was because you had mentioned it, and I ha and I was already thinking about like, well, maybe I should just get Marvel Unlimited. And then I was thinking, then I'll do like, you know, next paycheck I'll just do a yearly of DC or something like that, and just and just read those. And um, so yeah, I did uh, did the yearly for uh, Marvel's Unlimited, and uh, it's uh, yeah, I'm like I'm like this is cooler, like uh, and the f also like I can you know just like yeah, because I put you know how it asks you for some of your favorite characters, 
And of course, like one of the first things to drop was like Spider Man 1963. I was like, shit. Yeah. Like, shit. I could just read that whole run. I was just thinking too when I was thinking about the that whole I, run ends in fucking 1999, yeah. by the way. Like, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I, I was thinking, you know what they need to do for the next uh, Spider Man movie? You know what they need to do? The Clone Saga. Mm, I don't know, man, because we already had multiple Spider Man. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's like some Ben Riley action. Get some Ben Riley action in there. I think the next major thing for Spider Man bring Miles Morales into the cut. Oh yeah, I think that would be really cool because I love fucking. I'm gonna read that book too. I have his. Um, he has a current run. I'm gonna start from issue one. I think it's on issue like 38. Yeah. Um, people, you know, the problem is you can't really rely. I've and it's something I always have to relearn when I get back into comic books. Reviews of comic books are trash. Because people are so fucking jaded. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. I don't like that. Every comic book, every comic book's garbage. Like, if you read the reviews. And a lot of people, they just demand perfection. And then also, let's keep it real. I noticed that some of those reviews, a little little slanted when you're reading about a character like Miles Morales. Because right. you still got a small amount of people who are like, they try to make Spider-Man black. Yeah. You know, and they want to articulate that and not seem like a racist when they are. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, he's from a different universe. Like, calm down. I, I also want to figure out. I want to read the Ultimates too. The uh, just Ultimate Spider Man. I heard all the other books sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so I've been. What I don't, I've been I don't doing, mean to. Say, I don't. I don't. I don't mean to sound racist or nothing. But uh, white people need a rule. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was. I was on Reddit. And um, they were talking about, or, or no, it wasn't Reddit. It was DC, I kind of like DC Infant a little more community-wise. Like they have a forum and shit. Marvel doesn't have any of that. Um, but I was on the forum and they were talking about diversity in DC Comics. And the dude who started the thread kind of was saying, ah, DC's kind of dropped the ball. You know, they've started books, but then they don't they don't flesh out. And then people made the you know the correctest the correct statement of well, if they don't sell. Yeah. You know what it is. And then it became a, you know, like, well, Marvel has people of color, books that don't sell, and they, they put money into it. And 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 one guy said something, he goes, you should still keep the book even if it's not selling because it has a black person. I'm like, and that's not how business works. Yeah, man. no, it's like, not. It, it just isn't. But um, I did reply to one guy because he, he was kind of, he was very articulate. And these are the ones you're going to be tricky with. You know, because they'll, you could have like a racist dude just hiding in plain sight because he's so articulate. You have to be someone who has a high reading comprehension to see the little bullshit, you know? And the problem is he's on a comic book forum. So mostly everybody was like, bro, we read every day. Fuck you. Hmm. Um, But he was talking about how um, he made first, first he was correct. He said a lot of people gravitate towards characters that look like them. I said, okay, there are a lot of people that do that. Then he said the majority of comic book readers is is disproportionately white males. I'm like, that's also accurate. Um, and he goes, so that's why we shouldn't have any people of color. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, it, there it is. There's the rub. And I go, I'm going to be real with you, man. I'm, I'm a straight white male. I'm as vanilla as it gets. Um, and I, one of my favorite characters is Cyborg. Like I do, I give two fucking shits about what color, as long as it's written right. And my point was a lot of these and DC Marvel's been doing really good with the diversity. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
DC's dropped the ball in my light because they, yeah, they'll come out like Cyborg. They had a new Cyborg book. Super excited about it. The writing was trash. It was universally panned as a horrible book. And one thing that they do is they they put it's like oh we'll just put this guy on it and let's do a white dude or whatever. And he's I'm not saying he's a bad guy, the writer, but then he has to write about like the black experience or the Hispanic experience or something like that. He doesn't live that. Right. Go get a writer that knows what the fuck he's talking about. You know, so it's it's just it was a whole little conversation, but I liked it. It was just that one dude that was a piece of shit, but everybody else was having a real like, you know, just a little talk. I was like, where the fuck did this happen? Everybody <laughs> usually screams at each other. Um, I don't like, but anyway, I got sidetracked. So what I'm doing is I found my main my main books that I always read. So Amazing Spider Man. Um, so I don't have many for Marvel yet because I don't I never really read Marvel, but I'm gonna get some mainstays in there. Um, and then I got my DC books that I usually were keep up with. And every day I, I have to catch up because I, I haven't read like all the DC runs started in 2016. Um, please. Yeah. But that was the, um, that was when they rebooted it again. Right. That was re- yeah. And they're still on that. <laughs> so I figured, well, fuck it. I'll just start reading from issue one of that. For the for the mainstay books that I read, which is Batman, Superman, Flash, Detective, and Action, and then I might add some here or there, or whatever. Um, and I've, I'll read one of each a day, like it's comic book day every day. That's cool. Because I don't I don't want to get too you don't want to do it too much because then you're not going to want to do it at all. Right. Although yes, um, today I was reading extra ones. So I was at the barber shop waiting for the kids, so I was reading Batman book, um, and then. Marvel, I'm reading the new Amazing, which is pretty good. Uh, it's it's speaking of Clone Saga, it's Ben Riley and <laughs> Peter Parker's in the hospital and shit. Um, and then I'm also reading. I started from issue one of the original Amazing Spider-Man, like that Stan Lee dick yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And um, I don't read that as much just because if you read it too much, it's just campy. Oh, yeah. And you start to kind of not enjoy it anymore. It's almost like you have to be in that nostalgic mindset. Yeah. For a time that you didn't even exist in. You know, so it's it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but they're great, especially the first 10 issues are like the like I I've seen The Vulture, um introduction of Doc Ock, all these fucking characters. I'm like, "Oh, this is fucking cool." Um, but yeah, having a good time. If you, if anybody wants to get into comic books, there's never a bad time to do it. If you don't know where to start, just go online and ask. <laughs> yeah, there's give a, you multiple ways to start reading comic books. There's a Wikipedia page that'll tell you all the all the storylines that you need to get. I was talking to my son Colin, and, and he's like, "I've always kind of wanted to read Spider-Man, but I don't know where to like. I don't want to start reading com- comics from the '60s." <laughs> he said, "I tried to read the Spider-Man number one and." It was dumb. And of course it's dumb to him. You know, he doesn't read comic books at all. And then he's like, why was everything in explanation points? I said, first of all, just be careful. Stanley wrote this. I want you to calm the fuck down. Okay. <laughs> For one. Um, and I told him, hey, I said, you know you what? Started. Hey, you know what? You're a piece of shit. So just, right. just accept that. And now we can move forward. <laughs> I just recently, I started William because he wanted to read Spider-Man. You see the movie, they get pumped up. And I started him on um, Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm. He's a little bit more modern. You know, yeah. he tried to read the '60s, and he's like, "I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about." 
you know, because there's sometimes where the language is a little weird. Yeah. And um, so I started having ultimates and I told Colin, I said, you could start an ultimates like your brother or you could start on Brand New Day, which mm-hmm. is the most recent soft reboot of Spider-Man. Yeah. And he think he's going to read ultimate so he can read it with his brother. I want every fuck these throw the mangas away. We're gonna read some real comic books, okay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, speaking of <laughs> transition from uh, from mangas, so I've been listening to K-pop a little bit now. Um, How dare you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because, like, or you know, where I work, we sell Funko Pops, and we've had the BTS guys. This time, we've had the most. We've had four of six of them, and um, so like. People get like, oh shit, they have the the B, um, you know, BTS, you know, and they're like going on to these older women. These older women, they were probably, I'd say, older. They're probably in their thirties. Like screamed when they saw him. There, one of them had a kid, and the kid looks at him and goes, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like I, I literally fell out because the kid's like, "Are you all right? Like, what's wrong with you?" Um, and uh. I was just like, uh, I was like, eh. I was like, so I thought I go, well, it's it's pop music. I mean, I go, I'll, I'll check it out. So I went on Apple Music and found like the essentials, and was listening to that. And I was like, that's some catchy shit. Like even yeah. the non English stuff is really catchy. And then you showed me the um, what were they called? Uh, what was the um, the chick one? Uh, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm th- I've just drawn a blank. Uh, the the chick K-pop one, the one you sent me the video on. Oh, uh, twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah. And um, man, if you got a if you got a Asian chick fetish, that's the band <laughs> that's, for you. I think Steve's so funny. <laughs> so Steve is one of the most progressive people I know. <laughs> I mean, he's Californian. No, he's just he's really not progressive at all. He's just Californian. Just comparatively for an Arizona in Arizona, he's pretty progressive. The first thing he says, "Man, if you had an Asian fetish, you'd really get <laughs> get off and sound like Jesus Christ." <laughs> Shock value joke check. And then I was like, "My staff of Moses is an equal opportunity employer." Okay, it was like watching the, but, um, the watching that uh, you know, that video. You're just kind of like, okay. All right, you know, you, what's that video so funny? So the name of the song is like "Ooh Ooh Ah," yeah, and it's a love song. It's it's, it's a cheesy bubblegum pop love song. The, and the, the setting of the video like makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> the setting makes no sense. It's a zombie like apocalypse in a high school. So they're high school students, but they're, they're zombies all around them. Shit's all fucked up. There's blood on the walls. And they're just going, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it made me laugh so fucking hard the first time I saw it. This one chick who's like in the cheerleading outfit, like they have other girls that are doing like full on splits, like standing up splits against the locker. And she's trying to do like some of that, but she's looking all off balance and stuff. And it's just fucking made me laugh. <laughs> what was so the last hard. one where the girl was next? She it was pretty impressive. And none of this is sexual, but you could sexualize it, but none of it is. Um, and she had her leg like all the way up on a soda machine, yeah. just leaning on. It was pretty impressive. And the cheerleader was trying to do it. Then she just waved like, "I'm fine." <laughs> Fucking was I was laughing so hard. But um, K-pop reminds me a hundred percent of the late 20, 20th and century and early 21st of the fucking boy bands yeah. and all that stuff. It's just, it's cheesy. Sure. It's can't be sure, but God, you can't be in a bad mood. 
Yeah. It, it's it's it reminds me because I remember um I was telling them I was like I'm not saying Korea copied America. Stop. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. It's just it's very similar. And I I, sh- I was telling my kids and they're like I don't know because they didn't grow up. Where, and I'm like watch and I put on um like every little thing I do <laughs> and they're like oh shit it's the same and I'm like that's right and I was in the doing the dance every little thing. <laughs> I was like, back in the day, I had to say that this was stupid, and I didn't like it, but we all did. Well, that was the thing. We all is, loved like, it. You know, like, uh, like, people always talk about, like, this is like, oh, this fucking garbage, you know? It's like going, you know what? Just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's garbage. Pop music was made for, was bubblegum pop. That's what it is. And It's, it's not supposed to be Schindler's list of <laughs> fucking music. It's just, it's just supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's, you know, you... Uh, and I, like I said, yeah, you know, I was listening to it yesterday and it put me in a good mood. And um, <laughs> it was funny because I was playing it on my Apple TV and I had the lyrics. The, and if you play Apple music on your Apple TV, you know, it does like Spotify where it shows you the lyrics, but like they were just showing it in like Korean. And I was like, even the translation was like, yeah, fuck it. You don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you're, you're all right. Yeah, BTS like, has a couple of English songs. Yeah. Um, there's this one called Chicken Soup. I forget what it's called. But it's the music video is really funny. Um, because it's it's almost like filmed first of all, Becky G's in it as well, who is a Spanish slash English pop star, and she's hot. Um but it's almost like just Americana, but how someone would see it on the out. Like there's a monster truck <laughs> and all kind, just stupid explosions and shit, right. you know. And and it's it's all like chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. Like <laughs> it's the dumbest music you've ever fucking heard. <laughs> but it's so it's not supposed to be smart. It's just fun, it's you know. And it's, I think and it's um, an earworm. It's an earworm kind because of, you you find yourself kind of like either humming the beat to it or you know you know it's just it's. It's that kind of thing, and and yeah, it's it's not su- you're supposed to feel good when listening to it. I had someone, um, my wife actually made this point because someone at her school was like, "Oh, K-pop is trash." I I wouldn't even let my kids listen to that for some fucking reason. And um, my wife goes, "Well, I mean, I've looked at the lyrics, and it's just cheesy love songs and hanging out with my friends. I'd much rather them listen to that than Cardi B." because <laughs> our our pop music nowadays is a lot of fucking garbage like keep it real you know what i mean like it's fine and i, I told my kids i said it's cool because you're experiencing a different culture obviously not it's a little bit of a prepackaged version right but you know and they like bts they like twice is the new one this is other girl is mama moo is another one there's this <laughs> um there's this other group i can't remember it's another chick group it's it's just it, it's fucking crazy. Like the whole K-pop thing is has swept over the nation. <laughs> like everyone's in love with it, and I'm fucking here for it. I, I dig it. I think it's cool that um the kids are just embracing co- cultures they've never seen before. Right. You know, a lot of these kids, um, and they're not and they're not doing it in a in like a disrespectful way. Yeah. So I just thought I thought that was kind of cool. Korea out here, bro. <laughs> Japan, I think Japan has a few groups too. Um, yeah, one of the chicks on—I um, can't remember the name of the fucking band. It's pissing me off. It's one of the most popular girl K-pop bands. 
she speaks like three languages and um it's like english korean and vietnamese and she was doing an interview and she's like yeah i'm vietnamese um and i when i tried out for the the k-pop um thing they said oh i'm sorry you need to know korean if you're gonna work in k-pop she goes oh okay so you know i took like a couple months off and just went and learned korean and i'm like what <laughs> I was like, God, Americans are stupid. Well, if you put a new, just put Korean in front of me. Yeah. I'd be like, it's going to take me at least a year. Well, it's funny because, it's funny because like um, Eddie Izzard did a bit about that where he was talking about the UK is very similar to, to uh, uh, the United States in like English being the language, you know? And they're like, you know, they go, and other countries have like three languages in their head. No human mind can sustain that much language, you know, like. <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty clear reason why, and it's not even a, di a disrespectful reason why Americans don't know languages like Europeans or Asians, because we, we don't live next to a bunch of people that, a bunch of different languages. But then, but then you have the, the, the offset of that, which is, oh, but we don't even respect when we go to these other places, Those are just we, assholes. Yeah, you know, you know. whether you go that American ar arrogance yeah. thing, where they some of the tourists are going, and I was I was reading a thing. I it was a Reddit post, so obviously not scientifically, you know, <laughs> proven. But um, a lot of people said they were saying, you know, they started the post. They said American tourists aren't. It was an unpopular opinion in that subreddit, and they said American tourists aren't actually bad. It's the it's the Chinese tourists that you have to watch out for. I guess Chinese tourists are known to be super rude. Like they don't like to pay for things. They never tip. They push and all kinds of shit. I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't live in Europe. But a few of the things that people said is, yes, Americans can be kind of annoying in the way that – the girl was so sweet. I think she was Swedish. And she says, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but they're kind of like children <laughs> because they're a little too loud. Right. And they're it's it's but it's not a bad loud. It's like they're too nice. Like they they can't help themselves but shake your hand and be like hi, how you do? Like they and they want to know everything right now, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, she says, but they're big tippers usually, and they're not being mean to me, you know. And and they and they tend to respect. They're just confused, but they tend to respect where they are. She says, but the fucking Chinese tourists, fuck you. <laughs> she had some shit to say, bro. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then, like, I think. Well, I think when you live in a country of, like, 80 million people, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you tend to be a little more aggressive to kind of push your way through to get to what you yeah, want. For yeah, for real. Um, and I think I think it is. I think that is the thing, because I think if you go, I watched I used to watch a series of videos of a. A South African dude who lived in China, and he used to say that. He used to say, "If you need, if you're moving down the street, get the fuck out the way." Mm -hmm. And there's parts of America that are like that too, but I think most American tourists, like New York, <laughs> yeah, most American tourists who are in Europe, one, they're not poor, right? You know, so they're usually a little bit more educated or, or whatever. And then also, they we all know the the, the stereotype. Yeah. We're all very much aware. So I think most people are going to leave and go, all right, let's let's prove the stereotype wrong. Let's not yeah. be fucking assholes. Right. You know, because um, I know I would. I know if I went to Europe or even England, because honestly, does England even count <laughs> as, a, as a foreign place? You know what I mean? Like, but um, they have, so, they have to... socialized medicine, so they are a foreign place. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. So if I went to Europe or whatever, even Canada, it was just a neighbor or whatever, I'm I'm gonna realize that I'm not that's not my spot. Right. You know, and I need to respect that. I need to I need to follow, not lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it, and I'm sure there's some Americans that are assholes just like everywhere else, but it was nice that th- that threat. A lot of foreign people were saying, "I love Americans. Americans are great." <laughs> they all they all said their politics are trash, but they're great. <laughs> what was like uh, this lady that um, came to? This was during Thanksgiving, and she was like, "We like, how are you handling the traffic out here?" She's like, "Oh, the traffic." Out-? She goes, "Oh no, the drivers out here are so nice." And me, and the other guy, looked at each other like, "What?" And she's like, "Oh yeah." She goes, "Like you signal and." You know, you you know, she goes, you you wave people past. She goes, where I'm from, she goes, we have like a single highway that runs through, and unless you're going 90 miles an hour, you better watch out yeah. for who you are. And I was, and then we're like, I go, huh? Who would have thought that? <laughs> like we were kind of surprised. We're like, oh okay, that's interesting. You I know. saw I saw one person in that same post who said, um, <laughs> she goes, neither side would probably want to hear this. <laughs> she goes, but. Russian tourists and American tourists are very much the same to me. I would think that I would because I, they're both. That. Her major point was they're both gregarious, yeah. they're big, big personalities. Yeah, and I'm like, of course, of course, we're similar because we've hated each other for so long, <laughs> and that's why is because we're the same. There's not much. I, I'm convinced that mo- pretty much everybody on Earth is essentially the same, minus a few details. Yeah, it's all we're all after the same shit. You know, so it's it's that didn't surprise me at all. A lot of people were surprised. Though, really, the <laughs> Russians are like us. I'm like, Jesus Christ, your American education is showing, bro. Read a book. <laughs> it's like what was it, Chris D'Elia, who would say like, he goes, yeah, he goes Russians. He goes, they sound like the rudest, most unhappy people. It's like, how much for a latte? Yo, fuck you. Yeah, no, I'll take three lattes, please. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, the you know, it's like because that's just how they sound. Like they're just she said, like they're she always said, in an argument. She said one thing that Russians and Americans love to do when they're because she worked in a restaurant. I f- want to say France, Belgium, maybe. Um, she said both want to just laugh. They just laugh loudly, like ah, just having a fucking rip roaring time. <laughs> Does the Russians drink a bit more? That's true. That is true. <laughs> but they're not mean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I always, th- I always, f- I love hearing um, even negative. I love hearing people who are outside of my country talk about my country yeah like what their perspective is and um one person that same person actually said because people in the comments were like oh that's crazy you know blah 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 and she goes you know i think people need to realize that there's politics and then there's the citizens it's two completely different things you know just because and she brought up Trump as an example. She says, yes, we all hated Trump. It's universal in Europe. Europe. Most of us hated Trump. But he doesn't represent everyone in a democratic society, obviously. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, that's why exactly. they consume our pop culture. They love our movies and music and stuff like that, but they don't like our political leaders. Right. Which and is then, pretty much what she, we are. <laughs> made the, right. And she made the perfect example, too, of saying it's the same with Putin. You might not like him or Putin. But he doesn't represent everyone in Russia, right? <laughs> you know. Um, so during the break, I saw a lot of we. I saw a lot of movies. Um, I saw one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so of course, No Way Home. Um, yes, sir, I saw this funny ass TikTok video. Um, and he guys like he goes, okay, he goes, I just saw Spider Man No Way Home, and everybody was saying, oh, it's ten out of ten, it's the best movie. He's like. 
okay, yeah, but it had this guy in it, and it's showing uh, it, Tom Holland. He's like, who is this guy? Like, this guy was in the whole movie. Like, I don't understand why were we in a movie of Spider-Man, but we were dealing with this guy. Who is this guy? And I, <laughs> for a minute, I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I get you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, I loved it. I mean, I, I said that before we went on break, that because I saw it, and Adam finally saw it on break. Uh, I wanted to get Adam's view. What, what was he, What was your thought? I saw it the day after Christmas. We I took all the kids, and um, I thought it was a blast. It was fun. You know, I think they did a really good job. I mean, one thing I will, uh, we might as I, I'm trying to find a negative. That's how good the movie is. Where you have to really try. Um, it does start with Peter being a bit of a fucking idiot. Um, but he's a kid. Yeah. You know, and I think (laughs) I think that was something that because a lot of people were were saying that and they were accurate, but they were like, that's why this movie fails for me. And I'm like, dude, the other two Spider-Men are adults. They've been through some shit. They probably wouldn't do that same thing. If Doctor Strange told them to shut the fuck up, they would probably shut the fuck up. But he's just a kid. He's nervous. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. And then it's not like they ignore that he fucked up the entire movie. The entire movie is him trying to fix it. Yeah. You know, and then him also. I one subtle thing that I noticed in the beginning of the movie, Tom Holland is acting very much like a teenager, and his mannerisms and 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 his shakiness and not being sure of himself. Towards the end of the movie, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, very solid. He kind of he's a little bit more sure of himself. I'm like, okay, this is really cool. Like, I, I dig that. Um, obviously, seeing the other two Spider Man were fucking awesome. <laughs> Um, I, my favorite part of the entire movie was when, um, Andrew Garfield saved MJ. Oh God. Yeah. Cause he got to have that closure and they got a, they got a tear out of me. Yeah. It was funny. Cause I told, I told, uh, my kids like, yeah, I got one tear on my, down my cheek and they go, dad, I thought you didn't, I can't believe you admit that. I'm like, I'm not ashamed of crying. It's just <laughs> difficult to get me to cry. You know, but that was pretty deep. Like I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. I remember watching it in the theater and then when he, uh, when you hear the gasp when um, when Green Goblin takes Tom Holland and then you yeah. see Andrew Garfield running, everybody starts cheering like, yeah, 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 we're gonna, he's going to do it. Uh, and um, uh, I loved how they touched on the the organic spider web from uh, Tobey yeah. Maguire. <laughs> yeah, they were looking at him like he was gross. Like, <laughs> like, does it? No, I mean, it's just we don't do that. Does it come out of anywhere else? <laughs> like. One thing I like too is that, like, obviously the bigger pull here is Tobey Maguire. Let's let's keep it one hundred. Even right. though I love Andrew Garfield Spider Man, I just think the movies weren't very well implemented. Even though they're still fun to watch, I fucking enjoy them. But um, the 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 Tobey Maguire Spider Man is it was the big deal for most people, and I like how it wasn't focused on him at all. Yeah, like we bar- all you knew is he was still with Mary Jane. That's yeah. all you knew. You know, and, and it seemed like things have have kind of worked out, but even, it didn't work out immediately. Even though, like, social media is bashing MJ, calling her, like, the worst fucking girl ever. MJ is a horrible um, person. So I <laughs> I just rewatched the original three. I also watched the first Garfield. I haven't watched the second one yet. Um, I mean, I've seen it, but I haven't rewatched it yet. And as I watch all three movies, like, in a row, um, I realized that MJ has the loyalty 
of a fucking demon. I, she's just <laughs> she's jumps from one dude to the next. Like in the end of Spider-Man 2, she leaves dude at the altar and he seemed like a good guy. Right. Right. And just leaves him. No explanation. Just takes off. Right. OK, fine. And she was trying to make out with Spider-Man the whole fucking time, too. And in the first one, she was making out with Spider-Man while she was with the fucking um, Harry. Yeah. She keep kissing everybody. And in the early in the early 2000s, she's basically fucking. Yeah. Um, and then she leaves dude at the altar and then she's like, I'm here for you. You and always, you know, oh, I know it's going to be a struggle, but fine. Literally the beginning of Spider-Man 3. This sucks. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking bitch. And then um, <laughs> like that meme I sent you where it's like, it's not about you, Peter. And then it's like the title of the movie is literally Spider-Man 3. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was dying. But he was being an asshole, too. I rewatched Spider-Man 3. I honestly enjoyed it a lot more than I remember. Um, is it a perfect movie? Of course not. Um, I think the worst villain was Harry. Yeah, it just was tacked on. But even Venom wasn't that bad. He just visually looks stupid. Yeah. But I, Topher Grace did a good job of what he had, and and Sandman. I've always said I love fucking Sandman. Sandman was great, and Sandman was great in this new movie. Yeah, um, and I like how he was. He still had that same focus. He's like, well, I just want to see my daughter. Because what was cool was what, like going into that stuff, reading that um. The guy that played Sandman and the guy that played the Lizard uh, weren't able to come in because of COVID, and uh, but they they wanted to be in it that they still did the voice for it, so they were able oh. to read the lines and able to do that. And they just used visual, they just reused images imagery from the previous films. You know that I I thought they were there. Yeah, to but be honest. but they said yeah they couldn't come in because of COVID because it was filmed during that time, and he's like or still. Um, they said that, uh, that, that time is never going to leave us. <laughs> yeah. And they said that they were able to do that. And Toby Maguire said that he wanted, he said he was willing to do it, but he just didn't want to be the focus of, you know, of the movie, you yeah. know, like focusing. Because on Marvel, him. Marvel was really cool, man. They brought, they brought Garfield and, um, Maguire in and they said, look, what do you, what, these are your characters. Yeah. And it's true because Marvel didn't make those movies. No. So they're, they're like, these are your characters. You, you know, I was reading a whole article and it's like, they said, you know them better than we do. What needs to be said? Yeah. And Toby was the one that I guess they had a lot more shit for him to do. And he says, let's dial it back. This isn't my story. Yeah. And honestly, you got closure at the end of Spider-Man 3. I love it. it. Was, weren't left hanging like with fucking um, literally left hanging yeah. with Andrew Garfield because he and and that was cool that they explore where he, he said that he had he wasn't pulling his punches anymore. Yeah. Like he's in a dark place. And I was like, fuck dude. I love, the, I love the banter between him and uh, between Garfield and McGuire. Like the, the way, so are you, so we're like in our suits and what are you going to look like a cool youth pastor? Like <laughs> what do you, yeah. <laughs> you, know, it's kinda, I, you, you gotta give it to, to Garfield's performance. First of all, Andrew Garfield's an amazing actor um, outside of Spider-Man and inside of it. It doesn't matter, but it's, um, the whole where he was like uh, some people were saying in the reviews, some stupid people, like he just seemed a little too excited. It was weird. It's like, but you you found out that he's been in this dark place and he's alone. Yeah. He doesn't have anyone, you know. Well, and, he says that and, line. I've always wanted brothers. Right, and he's excited because he's like, oh my god, these people will like me. Like yeah. I, and it's sad. I've seen that in real life, you know, and it's it's depressing to watch you know it's this person and just really really wants someone to accept him yeah you know that's it and i was like fuck they really put this garfield did a damn good job yeah. at, at translating that especially with i mean they weren't on screen for that long and most of it was a fight 
Yeah. You know, so that scene in the fucking in um in the, in the room where they had him get the cobwebs and shit, dude. I was fucking dying. <laughs> like, why you're up there? You get the fucking cobweb over <laughs> there. He's like, prove it. And then he jumps, hangs from the ceiling. I need more. No, you don't. I need more. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Crawl around. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a sideshow for you. All right. <laughs> And then, I thought and that the, shit was so funny. And then, and then hearing then, Gar- um, hearing that Garfield improvise that line, "I love you guys," <laughs> and they just yeah. like, and they kind of like, okay, okay <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it was kind of depressing too. Like it's like, ah, um, great movie. the The end fight was awesome. Um, a lot of, you know, if we we can take away the the complex stuff, just a lot of Spider Man swinging, you know. And I thought that was really cool. That, it that looked, fight, it felt like a that fight scene between. Um, Holland and um and uh, the Green Goblin in the okay. in that apartment complex, holy shit! The way you just see Holland just like beating the shit out of Goblin, he's just smiling at him as he's look as he's getting punched. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's kind of crazy because this movie has has sparked up a lot of old debates about who's like the stronger of the of the three and stuff like that. And um, I have to agree. It's a, it's a fan theory, but I have to agree. I think Toby Spider Man. Is the is the strongest physically? Uh, you could just see his villains. I yeah. mean, look at look at Holland was beating the piss out of Green Goblin. The dude was just laughing at him like yeah. this is fucking child's play. And Toby knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. You know, so but Toby has a little bit more. Spider Man is a little bit more. Um, he can dodge shit a little yeah. bit better, and you know, they're all they're all different. You know, I like how they fo- they gave a big focus to Spidey sense. Yeah. They didn't call it that, but um, yeah, that, that had that scene. Of... Go ahead. I was just say that scene was really cool, where he's just like looking around, like you know, you're like, oh shit, he's sensing something. I was excited about that because they haven't really done that much with Holland. Yeah, you'd have the little, oh, I can tell when someone's trying to punch me, right. like okay, but th- that deep shit, like um, when he got the soul kicked out of him by um, Doctor Strange. And his body's still fighting. Oh, right. <laughs> that makes complete fucking sense. And I remember the kids were watching and like, how is that even possible? I'm like, because he, Spider-Man isn't technically fighting half of the time. Man. He just dodges out of reflex. So his body can do that already. Hmm. And, and, I was, and I got deep into it. I was like, it's like if you kill a spider, right? The spider still keeps fucking moving. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, they were like, Dad, Dad. <laughs> I got way into it when we got out. Well, you, you know um, what's cooler than magic? Math. <laughs> right. That was cool, too. Well, another thing, too, about his spectral form, he swam back to his body. I've yeah. never seen anyone do that. But it's because I think it was just because I think what everybody else kind of gets connected to his physical form, I think. Yeah. And then because he is more of an insect, he's, yeah, he can kind of yeah do that as opposed to like what happened like well even he didn't do that when he got when the um the um, ancient one pushed him out of his body but well now because but later on when dr strange jumped out to fight that other dude they were moving around yeah so dr strange could do it but that makes sense for him to be able to do it yeah i just thought it was interesting a little detail but um yeah, man. They're fucking, but, uh, I, there's no, there's really nothing bad to say. <laughs> nah. Um, there have been people that hate the movie. I mean, that's fine. That's their opinion. But I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's just because because everybody likes it. There's always those ones, you know, it's always like you see you like the week after uh 
Endgame came out, you had the week of like, oh, it was great glow interviews. And then the week after was everybody else going like, it sucked. It was this. This didn't make any sense. These like little trite little moments didn't make sense. So that ruined the whole thing. It's like. I think a lot of times too, like. Their sex life must be like ridiculously pathetic. Um, I've noticed too, like with every Marvel movie that I can pick something I didn't like. Um, but that's not going to ruin the movie for me. Like that I've noticed a lot of people demand perfection. Everything has to be perfect and their version of perfect. Yeah. There's no such thing as perfection. And like, um, and I also on that same token of always having one, not caring about if there was one thing wrong with it. Um, I enjoy some of the movies that people hate. Like, um, that Thor dark world movie. I like that movie. I have issues with that. I, I can see where the issues are. Yeah. Is it is, I still is enjoy it, the movie. Yeah, I mean it was it wasn't as as good as the first one, but at, or, nor the third are. One, but <laughs> but um but yeah, I didn't hate it. It was you know, a lot of people hate Iron Man too. Um you know Yeah, I thought that was fun, you yeah. know. And it's like at the end of the day, I know superhero movies are a big deal, and they're a big deal to me. They are also just comic book movies. Okay? <laughs> right. It's not sound of music. We we don't need we don't need to be so fucking uptight. You know, like um and then you have the canon joke like, well, he wouldn't do that in the Spider Man. Right. We're not watching um six one six. Right. So you can calm the fuck down. <laughs> and and that's what I love about this movie too, is that they've introduced normies right. to the multiverse, which is a big, big part of comic books that when you're a comic book fan, you know, you know how it is. You know that they're all from different. What the fuck is that noise? (laughs) It scared me. Um, You all know they're from different um, universes and different universes. The stories are different. And and, and yes, we all know it's just comic book companies ways doing whatever the fuck they want, but that's fine. You know what I mean? Um, but I like that now people understand it because I'm hoping, and I know it's a stretch, and who knows? <laughs> I want Sony to make a little something with Garfield. Yeah. And even if he doesn't get a solo flick, throw him in a Venom flick or something, like just something. And there's a big rumor going on now that they're going to make that Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire, but it might be animated mm. because the actors are you know, a little older and little stuff. Older, but. Yeah. Um, and they were like, well, they can use technology to make them younger. That doesn't look perfect. Not <laughs> yeah. if we're the star of the movie and on screen all the time. It's yeah. going to look a little weird. I mean, yeah, it did look good on someone like, you know, uh, on someone like Doc Ock, you know, but he wasn't right. the sole yeah. focus of the movie. You know, I love I love the I love the intro of Jamie Foxx's Electro where he's like, now, let's not pretend I'm just standing here in this field butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um but I was actually excited for to think that it could be animated. One, because you can do more with animation. I've always loved animation anyway. I, a lot of people go, animation, that's for children. It's like, no, comic books are for children. You know, <laughs> they, they calm down. Um, and, and Sony has already proven that they can make a bomb-ass animated Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Because Into the Spider-Verse was fucking fire. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite comic book movies to date. Looking forward Love to the that. second one. Looking forward to the second one. Hell, yeah. Spider Gwen, I, I got a crush. I know it's a cartoon, but if you can hear me, come, come to my dimension. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I uh, also checked out uh, Matrix Resurrection. 
which was available on HBO Max. I need to watch it. I forgot. And uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, Matrix Resurrection is about as decisive as Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Either people <laughs> hated it or they or they liked it. Um, yeah, I'm on the I liked it camp because I was very intrigued with how they kind of referenced the past movies. Right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if you're looking for a four, this isn't it. You know, um, in a, some ways. You could kind of see it as a, as a soft reboot, but I kind of, th- in, in in a lot of ways, they kind of put it back to the way the first one ended and kind of just left it there without the sequels. Um, and uh, so I actually definitely enjoyed it. Um, uh, some of the things they changed on, I love the way they incorporated the past films into the story. So I kind of dig it. I kind of dug it. Um, very, but I'm also one of those guys that's not stuck to. Well, that's not what they did in the original. It's like no, I'm interested to see what they're bringing me, and yeah. what they're giving me, and what they're doing with it. Just uh, tell a good story. Yeah, it's and cool. it's like I'm I'm intrigued by things that. That's why I liked the Last Jedi because I was looking for something that was different, you right. know. And that's and that's what I got. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I really dug. I was already intro into the film. Is that on HBO as well? No. Uh, okay. And uh, and uh, the thing with Ghostbusters Afterlife is I was already kind of intrigued by it with the trailers that we saw. Heavy nostalgia, which I loved. I loved the nostalgia. I mean, it was even down to using the music from the first movie. Like, mm. there was a lot of that in there. Um, and uh, Which, honestly, they would be dumb if they didn't play on the nostalgia, especially yeah. for a, a franchise that big. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with, you know, the... It was cool, too, because... And it was just a little weird because, like, they didn't specifically name who their grandfather was. And it's supposed to be um, Egon, though, right? Right. But the yeah. uh, McKenna Grace, who plays um, the uh, the granddaughter, who I've been following for a while now, she's done a lot of movies and she's been a force. Like, I, I've watched her in all these different movies and I've always been like, God damn, this chick is good. Like when she gets older, she's gonna be fucking on fire. And um, but I didn't recognize her in this because her, she's blonde, but her, she had curly black hair. And she this. looks like fucking Egon. And she, her mannerisms, the way she did, she really like really. It felt like she was do, pulling an Egon. Although it's she, kind of amazing when you see that from such a young actor too. Yeah, like she was really pulling. Like they're like, doesn't that bother you? She's like, yes, but I manifest my. She goes, I manifest my disgust in different ways, you know, and she's heavily into science. And so you already know she's like Egon's grandchild, but they don't mention him. And the reason why they never knew who the grandfather was is because he had a bad history with his mother, with the mm-hmm. wife. But they never said who the grandmother is. Um, but uh, it, it was interesting to to see all that. And then to I can only imagine someone like Egon probably ignored his wife yeah well you find out constantly doing his work yeah you 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 find out why you know what happens later and um but uh the the kids were great uh the one kid is from the the boy is from um uh stranger things uh Mm. and then you had her and then paul rudd was cool because he was that he was this um what was it uh a seismologist in there, but he was like that cool guy. He's like, Hey, all right. So I'm teaching summer school. It's supposed to be some kind of chemistry class. And he's like, all right guys. So 
um, he goes, I know none of you want to be here. I don't even want to be here. But you know what? I'm going to show you this magnificent movie about a killer dog named Cujo from the 80s. He goes, and he pulls out a VHS tape and he goes, and, Fucking Cujo. and then he goes, this school still uses VHS, which is wild. So he puts it in there and then they go off and then he's the reason they find out there's the seismic activity. And um, so it, it's, it's really, really cool. I enjoyed it a lot when they introduced like Ecto-1, the plasma packs, the, you know, all of that stuff. It was really, yeah. it was really fun to, fun to watch. And uh, even when, yeah, uh, even when the moment where she's playing on YouTube, uh, the Ghostbusters commercial from the original movie, it's like, oh yeah, it was great. So I enjoyed it. I loved the nostalgia. I thought it was, uh, you know, the end was a little schmaltzy, but you know what? In a movie like that, it's going to be. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, I haven't seen the movie, obviously, but I'm also someone who doesn't really shy away from spoilers because um, I don't care. I'll still enjoy the movie um, unless it's like something like it's a sequel or, is that, you know what I mean? Like a TV show it usually bugs me. But um, I was thinking and I know this is controversial, but the way they've done this movie, they could probably pull something off with Back to the Future. And I know that's controversial. <laughs> It's been controversial for me a lot, a lot where that's like kind of the the untouchable series. You don't you don't fuck with that. But this movie kind of proves you can fuck around with it, a, a, a franchise that people really love and pull it off if you respect the source material. Um, and I think I think I think it will be cool. I would watch it. Dude. One of one of the things that that was great was. Um, um, I mean. Jason Reitman directed it, who's the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the original films. Mm. So I thought that was kind of cool that he kind of kept it in the family, even though Ivan Reitman was still a producer. But it was funny because, like, the girl finds the little ghost trap, and uh, and uh, Paul Rudd goes, oh, cool. He goes, that's a great replica. And then they're like, you know what this is? He goes, yeah, it's a ghost trap. You know, Ghostbusters? And then he shows them the Hollywood, um, the 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 footage from the first film and then they go he goes I can't believe you guys don't know this she goes this happened like twenty years before we were born how are we supposed to know about this <laughs> makes like, sense and then he looks he's, he gave that look of like oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know? I run into that shit all the time like I'll tell my kids like what do you mean you haven't heard of this and I'm like um dad this happened in 1989 I don't I'm like oh <laughs> never mind go fuck yourselves <laughs> in <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore just toss a table and run away uh. Um, so before we go tonight, I wanted to touch on one little thing that I thought was fucking hilarious because it couldn't have happened to a better guy. <laughs> um, so Logan Paul may have spent $3.5 on a pile of fake Pokemon cards. After suspicions were raised by Pokebeach, a former YouTuber has announced he's off to Chicago to get the case first edition base set boosters properly verified. So last year, uh, he dropped $3.5 million on what was supposed to be sealed and authentic boxes of first edition Pokemon cards. Six containers, if real, could, of course, contain cards worth more than the purchase price. The question is, could there be really be this many pristine sealed base set Pokemon cards still in the wild? Um so he took all these pictures and everybody on the internet started saying, um, this doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
um, I'm reading this one from, um, from Kotaku. It says, tracing the origins of the box backward, the earliest sighting was on Canada's eBay, where an unknown seller with no feedback was offering the collection to a very skeptical audience. Rolled with errors and without any reason to trust the seller, the listing was wildly avoided by serious collectors. It eventually sold in March 2021 at, um, this is going to be a Canadian dollar amount, 91300 in U.S. dollars at 71900 vastly lower than, um, than should have been paid for a Pokemon base set first edition factory sealed case. Just one of the six boxes alone would usually sell around 430000 The case, This case photographed in the listing was described by Rattle as not looking like case known for such cards, and the, se um, the seller then refused to let the buyer fly to them in person to buy the box. In response to this, the original buyer backed out. Added to that, the seller told at least three different origin stories for the cards to di three different people. It's a comic book all of a sudden. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the this buyer then sold them to a sports card collector for two point seven, who then sold it to Paul for three point five million. Impressive profit by selling a sealed cardboard box that no one has looked inside. But hey, mm -hmm. maybe the price of. Uh, Schrodinger's first edition Charizards. Uh, <laughs> Pokey Beach goes into far more granular detail about why the cardboard container is so suspect from oddities in the barcode to the font and spacing on the uh, ceiling tape. It also detail why the BBCE might not be qualified to, may, um, to have made the verification. But to sum it up, looks very sus. Yeah, you have to... In that, in the collectible world, especially with cards, you have to be fucking careful. Like, it's, it, there's so many fucking, it, video games are the same. Like, when I was buying retro video games, you had to be, you had to know what to look at. Like, and, and I caught a couple, like, where the label just didn't look right. Yeah. And most of the people that got duped were, were either young, so they don't remember what these games look like. Right. Um, or they just have too much fucking money. So which is young Paul <laughs> right. would be. Uh so he's not checking because it's not as big of a deal. Um but it's uh and to him this is great. It's more publicity, more people watch his shit. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um he'll make that he'll make he made that on a Sunday. Right. So it's uh, he made that on a Sunday, but yeah, I I um, what was it? The recent thing I saw there was there's there's this card in Magic the Gathering called the Black Lotus. It is the most expensive card ever <laughs> of of Magic the Gathering. I don't even remember the price, but it's stupid. And they had not only was it that card, it was the first printing of that card, but it was signed by the artist. Oh, shit. Um, so it's crazy. Yeah. Very unique copy, obviously, except signatures on it. Somebody stole it out of the shop. Oh. So I shared it because they're like, share this with everybody because it's so stupid. It's kind of like stealing an iPhone from Best Buy. Yeah. Because this card is so unique that if you, you can't just wander into a shop and be like, yo, I got this. How much are you going to give me? They're going to be making phone calls. Yeah. Because every, because if it's, it's in the little graded thing. So there's a record <laughs> of who owns the fucking thing. Like, it's just stupidity of some people. Yeah. You know, um, 
I was looking while you were talking. I was looking to see like where it was going to stream. Forgot it was a Sony movie, so mm. going to fucking stream anywhere. I guess this year Sony movies are going to stream on Hulu, which is cool. Um, and some on Disney Plus. They're like doing a little deal, but it's going to be like way after they got out of the theater. Yeah. So I'm like, Sony, can you stop? <laughs> Like you don't even have that many franchises. You're just annoying me at this point. But um, I was actually thinking about renting it next weekend because the kids want to see it. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. We're trying to stay ad free, which would keep us editorially independent. But we can only do that with your support. To help us out, head over to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out with cash, that's cool, man. It's not that big of a deal. You could also help us out by recommending the show to your friends and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you can, wherever you got it. You know, hmm. find it on the bathroom wall. Yeah. Anywhere. For a good time, call Steve <laughs> in the public. Ba- oh, it actually says that. You know, it's funny. I didn't read that because <laughs> Steve changed these up a little bit. And I, I, I 100% guarantee I did not read that. This is that we're on the same wavelength. That's how, that's okay? how tight we are. That's right. And that's fine with us, by the way. That's the last <laughs> line. Do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. And you can also check out the other show on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in canonical order with a bit of a twist. And you can find that wherever you found this show. You can check out... Oh, I it. You have. <laughs> it's been a while. You have some. If you have some suggestions, comments, or questions, hit us up on social media: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us the Lazy Geeks at thelazygeeks.com. It's actually the, the geeks. geeks at thelazygeeks.com. <laughs> Fuck me. It's been a couple of weeks, folks. You know, and we right. just got over a cold. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for us this week. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking so you don't have to.